from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. We are live at 5 p.m. and I love our evening shows. Not that I don't love our morning shows, but I really, really love our evening shows because we've got the whole day uh, to, to cram into this this you know hour-long time, not even an hour-long time that we spend it together. We talk about the morning show. We talk about everything that's happened since this morning, and it allows me to get time to get uh, some guests on the show, and we have a special guest tonight, Rayla Campbell from Massachusetts, who's running for lieutenant governor there, and um, I spent some time with her down at CPAC, wonderful woman, I've watched things she's done before, and I'm super super stoked to uh to introduce her to you guys and to show you who she is her, her personality is just off the hook she's great wonderful person and hopefully uh it works out for her in massachusetts and i'm going to be helping her down there um, attending events speaking and doing some legwork for her so i'm ex- so excited to have her on uh tonight so as usual guys here we are live at five live from america with your ever so humble ever so God-fearing but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, and we are going to get to some live comments from people who are joining in today. It looks like we have almost a thousand people watching already on YouTube. We got people that listen on the podcast. I'd like to welcome all of you, and for those who watch later, um, please feel free to like the video as well and share, and if you watch on Rumble or uh, Parlor or Freedom Fan or in, or uh, Telegram, uh, big shout out to you guys as well. So let's get to those live shout outs. Rhonda Crum was the first one to like it. Thank you, Rhonda. I appreciate you joining in. Thomas Hammaker from Texas. Russ Brizendine, good to see you, man. I appreciate you joining in. Rick Jennings, big shout out to you. Um, Denise Young, big shout out to you. Era Barham from California. Teresa Durstein says President Trump is on tonight. You're right, 100% right. Thank you for joining in. Allison Gelderman says, I'm making my coffee now. I already got mine made, ready to slurp. <laughs> People hate the slurps. Earl Pettit, shout out from Chickasha, Oklahoma. How you doing, my brother? We got Lainey Davis says, hey, 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 Patriots. Hi, Lainey, how you doing? Thanks for joining in tonight. Uh, Brian Hoover says, what up, brother? Wendy Carter says, yeah, it's LFA time. It's time for LFA, exactly. Rhonda Warwick says, nice jacket. Thank you. I actually wore it on earlier on the 11 o'clock show, and I liked it so much. I said, you know what? I'm not changing the blazer today. Usually I change them up. Um, Deb... Bowen says, tell me the name of the song playing at the beginning, please. It's just a royalty-free, um, you know, easy listening music with a little beat, you know, to, to go with the hip-hop vibe that I got. And that's what I put in. And at the end of the show, you hear my Rebirth of America song. Uh, big shout-out to John Hubbard from Michigan. Um, he says, home of the Big Gretch, the Big Grinch, more, more, more like it. Uh, thanks for joining in, man. I appreciate it. A couple more here. Philip Hendricks says, Trump hats, gun racks, and no masks. That's right, brother. Amen. I appreciate you saying that diana schultz from rushville illinois mark anthony how you doing julie incline love you girl she's been here from the very beginning and we got janice joseph i'd also like to give a special shout out okay and while i'm doing this guys copy the link share it with your friends pop out of the chat like the video sign up for notifications click that bell i'd like to give a special shout out to kane to hunter and to walker Kane, Hunter, and Walker, three young boys, 
all very young boys who listen to this show because they have a very smart mom. Uh, their mom, Bree, said that you would like me to say hi to you. So this is the hip hop patriot, Jeremy Harrell, saying hi to you, Kane, hi to you, Hunter, and hi to you, Walker. Grow up and protect your mom. Listen to what your mom says. Because she's clearly a very intelligent woman. Shout out to you, Bree. And I'd like to also give a um, uh, a quick, uh, kind of like a public service announcement, really. Kara Jackson is in need of a kidney, okay? She's type O negative. And if you, if the Lord, uh, if you're type O negative and the Lord, and you, and you pray to God and, 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 and he weighs it on your heart to, to help this uh, young lady out, Kara Jackson could definitely use a kidney. Again, type O negative. And the number to reach out to is 1-800-293-8965. Again, Kara Jackson, 1-800-293-8965. Nine six five. If you find it in your heart to help out and you are type O negative, then uh, make sure you reach out to Kara and her family and help them out. Okay, that's what this show is all about, guys. Action. We are an action audience. We don't just watch TV and then go back to doing something else. We're an action audience. And Joshua Walworth says, you never gave me a shout out upstate New York. Well, Joshua Walworth, Walrith, there you go, man. There's your shout out. But we're an action. We're an action audience here. We're action-minded people. We're action-minded patriots. We want to work. We want to help people out. And I just, you know, um, Paul Janney says I'm O positive. If that will help, well, look at you, Paul, stepping right in. Again, Paul, just call the number. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how that stuff works. But definitely call the call the number and see if you can help out. But look at you, just stepping right up. Wow, we got some great. Great people of God in here, don't we? Speaking of God, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right to it today. We are going to read um, our word from devotional and then going to the Bible itself from March 16th, year of our Lord, 2021, as we do every day here on Live from America, which is the lifeblood of this show. Besides the audience, it's God's blood, God's grace, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus's blood and God's grace that this show continues to grow and continues to be amazing, Okay. Uh, Cindy Ward, I don't always miss you. I just got you right there. I just got you right there, Cindy. Mwah, Cindy Ward, shout out to you. All right, here we go. March 16th. I have told you that whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. An excellent way to stay near me is to place your confidence fully in me. A heart that trusts in me can even leap joy. Now I know a lot of this stuff guys is when we when we read word or when we read devotional it all sounds like well that's great but how do I do it? Well that's great but how do I trust in God? How do I get a closer relationship with God? There's a lot of people out there and I was I was I'm still kind of that guy. There's still things that I don't um that I don't understand, right Penny Frederick? See how I did that? Got you in there. Um so tomorrow we're going to have Pastor Tim Frisch from his own channel, A Fresh Perspective, I'm actually going to have him in the studio for a live interview on how we do that. How exactly do we wade through the the, the denominations, wade through the, the insults, wade through... How do we do that? How do we wade through that stuff and how do we get that relationship with God? And we're going to have Pastor Tim Frisch on tomorrow at 11 a.m., okay? Um, so this referenced Psalm 28.7. And it referenced John 8, 12. Psalm 28, 7 said, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. 
My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. Thanks to him in song. And then the next one, John 8, 12 says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Right, Michelle Scar Scarlavelle? Michelle Scarlavelle? And before you turn out the lights tonight, Michelle, recognize God's continual presence in your life in a way that is meaningful for you. Mm, 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 mm. There's no greater thing than joy. You can be happy. You can be excited. You can be anxious. But man, unless you need, or unless you have joy, then you don't know what true happiness really is. You got to find that joy. You got to find that joy, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, we're getting right into it tonight because we got a lot, to a lot of stuff to go through before we bring on um, uh, Rayla and have uh, our interview with her. So we're going to get to the first and foremost section of the day today, and it's not a good one, folks. Illegal immigrants in Georgia. Illegal immigrants in Georgia here illegally. That means that they did not do it legally. They did it the resident Biden way. They came in illegally, which is a felony if you ask me. But either way, illegal em immigrants in Georgia are sentenced to prison today. Okay, great. But whose dime is that on? Your dime. My dime. Do you want to know why they're sentenced to prison today? They were sent to, sentenced to prison today in Georgia for running a massive meth lab near a Georgia elementary school. Valerie Williams, if you sent them in the last week, I will get to them. Um, I'm, I'm caught up to Friday. Um, but I just wanted to start this out today by, this is what happens, guys. This is why this crisis at the border is a crisis. Because the same, it, it goes back to that same, remember that, um, remember that video that was, that was going around a few years ago about people coming across the border? You remember the video had a bunch of candy in the jars? And they were saying, we're, we're going to put... You know, a thousand pieces of candy in here, but we're going to put 10 pieces of candy in here that are poisonous. Okay? We're going to put 10 pieces that are poisonous. Would you reach in and grab any of those pieces of candy and eat them if you knew that 10 were poisonous and 10 could kill you? I wouldn't. The same thing goes for illegal immigration. You have no idea who you're letting into this country. So when President Trump said rapists and murderers, he meant that they are hidden in those groups of people that come in. And here's a good example of it right here. These people were, were, were uh, conducting a massive meth lab operation right next to an elementary school in Georgia and were just sentenced to prison, which is great, great. They got caught. They got sentenced to prison. How many kids do you think they got hooked on meth before that happened? Okay. Number one. Number two, who's footing the bill? You're footing the bill and I'm footing the bill. Aren't you so excited? Aren't you so happy to be footing the bill for these people to go to prison? Oh, what an amazing thing. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Resident Biden. Thank you so very much. Makes me sick. Before we get any further, folks, I did forget the Lord's Prayer, and I must do that before we start. So if you can say it loud, please say it loud with me. If you're riding in your car on the way home, please say it with me. Uh, Kane, Hunter, and Walker, if you're listening with your mom, please say it with me. You ready? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, guys, we got close to 2,000 people watching. Um, the, uh, the audience out there definitely needs to find out where we are because there's still a lot of people who don't know where we are. So if I can get your help on that, thank you. All right, moving on. Biden and Kalema. Resident Biden and Kalema today, they started their Help is on the Way tour. Oh, help is on the way. We're coming to help you. They started it today and I found out that they were doing it in Chester, Pennsylvania. The problem with this Help is on the Way tour is that nobody knows about it. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's going to it. Do you want to know why hardly anybody knows about it? It's because that the Biden residency doesn't want us to show up and show how 80 million people did not vote for this man. That is why, guys. That is why. That's why they're not telling anybody about it. So a little bit was um, shown about it today. A tiny little video was shown and cameras were only allowed to be in there for a very few minutes. And as soon as Biden got done talking to a few small business owners, he was rushed away so that the press could not ask him any questions again. The only reason they are doing this is so that they can say they did it and to pass the baton off to Kamala. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. They're not going to have big crowds because they're not going to they're not going to announce it because they know they're not going to have big crowds. And the only big crowds that they would have would be you and me if they came to our state. Okay? We got somebody saying volume up, please. Well, I can turn it up a little bit. Um but it seems like everybody else is it seems like it's fine. If there's a volume problem, please let me know. But see, that's the problem, guys. That's the problem right there. They're not going to let anybody know they're doing this help is on the way tour. And what help are you talking about? You're really just doing a tour to tell people. Um, basically, you're doing a tour to tell people to take the vaccine. That's really what you're doing. That's really what you're doing. A tour to take the a, a tour so you can get people to take the vaccine. And nobody's going to take it. All right. Okay, guys. Um, I don't know where, I know they're going to Georgia on Friday. I'm going to do my best to try to find out exactly where in Georgia they're going, okay? Because we need to find out where they're going so that we can actually be there and to show them that they didn't get 80 million votes, okay? All right, moving on. Shout out to Nevada, by the way. Nevada residents, if you are a Nevada resident, your COVID restrictions have loosened up and you've been given back your freedoms. Really where they've loosened up is on public gatherings and capacity uh, restaurants and, you know, concerts and stuff like that. Um, so you got your, <laughs> you got your freedom back, Nevada. How happy are you for that? But, you know, not a big story, but I did want to let you know in case you didn't know that your freedoms have been somewhat restored in the state of Nevada. Mickey said, Mickey Neff says, help is on the way, 2022 and 2024. You couldn't be more right, brother. Sharon Merriman says, it's the farewell tour. Mm, I like the way you think. I like the way you think. Roxanne says, we show up with Trump flags. That's exactly why they don't want to announce where they're going. I didn't know they were going to be in Chester, Pennsylvania. I knew what county they were going to be in, but I didn't know they were going to be in Chester, Pennsylvania. Justine says, wow, freedom, what a concept. <laughs> isn't that such a, con isn't that great? Here's, here's, a little bit of, here's a little bit of your freedoms back. <laughs> Sprinkle some freedom on you there. Oh, all right, we're going to give the first Smarty Award of the day today. And you know me, I like to be fair. So I'm going to give a Smarty Award to a Democrat. Last night I actually gave a Smarty Award to Bill Maher. 
which is uncalled, uncalled for and unheard of. But I'm going to give a Smarty Award to a Democrat today, and it's going to be Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, a Democrat from Rhode Island. You get a Smarty Award of the day today because you are actually demanding that AG, Attorney General Merrick Garland, who's a joke as it is, facilitate a proper investigation into the fake Brett Kavanaugh sex harassment story. I need to break this down for you guys, okay? I need to break this down for you guys. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Brett Kavanaugh has been a big disappointment, yes or no? I would say yes. I would say Brett Kavanaugh has been a massive disappointment, all right? Brett Kavanaugh has been voting like a Democrat since he's been in, in the Supreme Court. Now, there should be no voting like a Democrat or a Republican. You should just vote per the Constitution. Or judge, I mean, put a judgment, basically, I, I meant to say, based on the Constitution. But they don't do that. And Brett Kavanaugh has been acting like he is on the left. All right? Now, here's the problem with... I, I, I wanted to give Senator Sheldon a smarty for demanding that a proper investigation be done. But at the same time, isn't it just like the left to demand the proper investigation only because Brett Kavanaugh gave them a couple judgments that he shouldn't have given them? I don't know. Could be. But the fact of the matter is that the, the uh, Senator Sheldon, which is a Democrat from Rhode Island, is demanding that a proper investigation be done. And if anybody was caught lying about a sexual harassment allegation towards Brett Kavanaugh, then they should be in jail. And I agree with that. However, part of me says, hmm, looks like a little quid pro quo action. Looks like a little quid pro quo action. Not sure. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up and I wanted to give him a Smarty of the Award today. Uh, Smarty of the uh, Day Award today, just in case it's actually true. Because again, ladies and gentlemen, there are some Democrats out there that do not want the law broke. Not all of them have moved that far to the left. Okay? But it sounds like to me, it's a little bit more quid pro quo. Mm, maybe. We'll see. Um, moving on. Biden's DNI report came out today, and I call it Biden's DNI because it's Biden's pick for the Director of National Intelligence who's in there, and it's not Ratcliffe anymore. Biden's DNI came out today with a report saying China did not. I repeat, guys, hope you're happy that you got this truthful and honest report. But they came out and they said that um, China did not, did not interfere in the 2020 election, that it was Russia, 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 and that it was Iran. Shout out, Bob, uh, Barb, Hair, H-A-I-R, shout out to you from Michigan. Sorry, I see you keep asking for that, and I had to get it to you, all right? But think about that, guys. Ratcliffe had talked about China a lot. Trump ch talked about China's interference a lot. Sidney Powell talked about China's interference a lot. Bobolinsky showed proof of China interference a lot. Um, Navarro has uh, evidence pointing towards China. Lynn Wood and, and uh, Mike Lindell have evidence pointing towards China. And even Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was putting massive sanctions on China and was saying that there was a lot of evidence saying that they were the ones that were um, involved in the election fraud. But now that Biden's DNI is in there, he says it was Russia and it was Iran. Isn't that just fitting, ladies and gentlemen? Of course, Russia and Iran are probably involved, but you mean to come out and say China didn't? I mean, they exclusively came right out and specifically said China did not interfere into the election. Eh, wrong. 
You, do you think we're dumb dumbs? Do are you trying to give us dumb dumb awards? Do you think that we're that stupid that we're going to believe that? So that was um reported today by Disclose TV first, and I put that out on my page, and everybody thought that I was saying. I mean, I just shared it. <laughs> Everybody thought that I was saying China, China didn't interfere, and China clearly interfered into our elections, just like they're interfering into everything else in our life. Just like they're interfering in our election grid. I mean, our election grid, our electric grid, our elections. They're interfering in our energy. They're interfering in our schools, in our universities. They're interfering in our politics. China has its dirty little grubby hands in everything that we do and you expect us to believe that China didn't have anything to do come on come on man that's a bunch of malarkey that's what was reported today and I don't believe it for a second do you let me know if the, in the comments if you believe that or not Amanda Collins said China lied people died and I agree with you 100% my dear mm. you like that slurp <clears throat> gotta slurp that coffee i got these coffee cups and armor of god coffee cups and maga coffee cups all on the store as well so make sure you guys check that out at jeremyharrell.com justine stimmel says i got the email from the epic times <laughs> oh they didn't do it china didn't do it everybody they don't do anything wrong they didn't create the virus they don't try to cripple people's economy they don't steal intellectual secrets or intellectual properties they don't send fang fang over to sleep with eric fartwell they don't do any of that stuff nope they're just good old-fashioned china that's out there just trying to make a dollar trying to make their way in this rough world it must have been russia 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 get out of town Anyway, moving on, because we got a lot to talk about before we bring on Rayla. Moderna is now doing trial vaccinations on children and infants. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. After all of the problems that we're seeing with people take the vaccines, they are now doing trial vaccinations for people, all the kids, all the way down to six months old. Six-month-old children are getting the Moderna CCP virus vaccine as a trial. And do you think my body, my choice fits in here? No, no. There should not be any trials on anybody under the age of 18, period. And shame on those parents for letting um, these pharmaceutical companies who you can't sue uh, basically treat their children and their little babies, their infants, like lab rats. How sick is that? My body, my choice. Give these children a choice. That means you wait till they're 18. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, I, it's not the way the world works. And um, it's not like it's an FDA-approved drug. That's the problem here, guys. I understand vaccinating some kids for certain things. We all got vaccinations. Did we need them? No, because God Almighty gave us a wonderful immune system. However, I get it. I do get it. I'm not here to argue the whole vaccine, you know, as a whole story, but I am here to argue that these are experimental drugs and you're pumping them into six year, six months old, six month old babies who have no say so in it whatsoever. Disgusting. I think so. Uh, Brett Stafford says, when are the hats coming soon? I got to get a hold of both ladies that I get my hats from, uh, probably by the end of this week, but there was no reason to get a hold of them until the store, the new uh, store was built and, um, for just hats and glasses and uh, the new website is, is being built right now. So we're going to incorporate it all at one time. So it'll be another week or so, uh, maybe a little bit longer, but we're working on it, buddy. Okay, moving on from the six months old being uh, not giving a my body, my choice option. Um, Russia 
Here, here's a good story about Russia, 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 and I agree with this one. Russia gives Twitter 30 days to, um, to remove all child pornography from their site or they will be banned in the country of Russia. Does that sound like a bad move by Vladimir Putin or anybody else in Russia? I think that's a good move. Why don't we do that right here in the United States, ladies and gentlemen? We're worried about fake insurrectionists and fake white supremacists and fake, um, uh, you know, neo-Nazis and, 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 and fake, you know, white nationalists. But we're not worried about child pornography. Hmm. Could it be because of most of our politicians and most of our Hollywood executives and rich, rich, rich billionaire people are involved in child trafficking and child pornography? That's my opinion. What say you? So Russia, shout out to Russia for giving Twitter 30 days to remove all child pornography or they will no longer be allowed to be in Russia. No more Russia for you. No more Twitter for you, Russia. Disgusting. Disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. Okay, moving on. We're going to give another Dumb Dumb Award today. Gavin Newsom. And I'm actually going to bring this up for you guys to see here. Let me, let me bring this up here for you to hear from Gavin Newsom's own mouth what he said today. Ladies and gentlemen, basically what Gavin Newsom said today is if you are part of this recall effort to get him out of office, you're a white nationalist. You're a proud boy, or you're a white supremacist, if you're part of this recall effort. Let me put this over here for you guys to hear. Ready? Here we go. Come on. So, Governor, you say that this recall effort uh, has ties to the same extremist groups that stormed the Capitol. But organizers claim more than a third of signatures are from Democrats, independents, and unaffiliated voters uh, mad that your pandemic policies shuttered businesses and schools. Are both true? Well, the chief proponent of this, and, 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 and forgive me, this is just objective truth. The chief proponent of this recall petition uh, supports uh, putting microchips into migrants, uh, into immigrants. Uh, the other proponents, the chief, the top 10 proponents, the people that are behind this are members of the three percenters, the right wing militia group, the Proud Boys supported the insurrection, uh, are folks that quite literally enthusiastically support QAnon uh, conspiracies. And so that's the origin here. Now, as it relates to the people that signed this petition, it just takes uh, one quarter of people that supported Donald Trump to put a petition uh, on the ballot or rather recall on the ballot. We're one of just 19 states in the country that allows this process, but we have the lowest threshold in America. And of course, you're all very familiar. Uh, we had a recall not too many years ago in 2003. And so, Whoopi, it goes to your original question. Am I worried about it? Of course I'm worried about it. The nature of these things, the up or down question, the zero-sum nature of the question is challenging and it's vexing. And so, you know, we're, we're taking it seriously. I, I have to do my job every single day, but I'm going to fight this thing because I'm going to fight for California values and the things I hold dear. And I think the vast majority of Californians, regardless of their political stripes, hold dear. I'm going to fight this thing. I'm going to fight this thing because this is what Californians hold dear, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm going to fight this thing to the end. Do you believe him? I don't believe him. Gavin Newsom, you get a dumb, dumb award of the day today. I don't believe you for a second that, um, 
that Californians want you there. And to make up a story to say that the only people that are putting this recall effort together are white nationalists, white supremacists, insurrectionists, QAnon, and Proud Boys, or whatever the heck it is you said. Like, come on. Nobody, this guy is out of control. We know why he's being recalled. He should be recalled. He is a swamp donkey. He just got the dumb, dumb award of the day today because now he's trying to shift. See, everything was COVID, 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 right? Everything was COVID's fault. Now everything is going to shift once COVID goes away, which it never should have been here to begin with. But once COVID goes away and all the COVID talk goes away, now everything is going to be at the fault of insurrectionists and people who did what they did on January 6th. They're going to try to take your guns. They're going to try to take your freedom. They're going to try to do everything unconstitutional to you. And they're going to blame it on insurrectionists and uh, reality denialists. Okay? So he gets the first dumb-dumb award of the day today. But, oh, oh, let not your heart be troubled, ladies and gentlemen. Let not your heart be troubled. We got another dumb dumb award to give you. And this one, well, I'll let you see for yourself. Here we go. Ringer on Iowa's 2nd Congressional District. The GOP Congressman Marjorie Miller Weeks won a razor close election, six votes. The votes were counted, recounted, certified by the state. But the House Administration Committee began a process this week that could lead to unseating the Congresswoman. That has Republicans accusing you of hypocrisy, including Jim Jordan. He put out this tweet. Speaker Pelosi says she's open on seating Republican Congresswoman Miller Meeks. Translation, you're only allowed to object to an election if you're a Democrat. Why investigate an election that was certified by the state? Well, it was six votes. It was six votes. And our candidate, Rita Hart, uh, the Democratic candidate, asked for this process to begin. What the committee did, the House Administration Committee, uh, was very narrow to take the process to the next step and see where it goes from there. It's an election of six votes out of 400,000 votes cast. This is not unique. This has happened maybe even when you were... Uh, in the Capitol uh, before uh, when races had been closed, one side or the other saying, let's let's take it to the House. Because even Justice Scalia agreed that the House has the authority to seat members and therefore we can count the votes. Six votes out of 400. Th- Six votes. Six votes out of 400. Hold on, hold on a minute. Hold on, Greg. Stephanopoulos. Six votes out of... Stretch face Armstrong, you get the Dum Dum Award of the Day today because you're a hypocrite. You are a hypocrite. You are bat crap crazy. You are... Everything that you do, you blame on Democrats, but you do it yourself. Or I mean on Republicans, but you do it yourself. Look, look, I know we're all God's children. I get it. But there is no place for somebody like that in public office. There is truly no place for somebody like that in public office at that age with those problems. Do you agree? (laughs) If you agree, please let me know. I'm going to try to get ready to bring up um, uh, Rayla here. And uh, as soon as she joins in, we will get right to it. So there's one more thing I want to tell you about before we bring in our special guest tonight. And that is if you live in the state of California, ladies and gentlemen, there is a bill called AB 655. That is AB 655. 
655. And what AB 655 does is it's actually headed for a vote on April 6th before the Assembly Public Serve, uh, Safety Committee. And it would remove cops who express their beliefs um, in religion or in conservatism. So if they express their beliefs, uh, their conservative beliefs, or if they express their religion in any way, shape, or form, then they can be expelled from police force. What do you think of that? So it's called AB 655, and I want to make sure that I'm getting her pulled up here. Make sure you guys write that down, AB 655, and it's basically going to remove cops if they uh, express their religious beliefs or their conservative beliefs. Give me a second here. All right. So just write that down if you live in the state of California. Also, uh, this is action items. Please get a pen and please get a piece of paper ready, okay? These are action items for all of us for the rest of the week, and I'm going to do it as well. I might even do it while we're on a live. Okay, we need to get a hold of the following people. Kevin McCarthy, Kristen Simina, and Joe Manchin. And we get a hold of Kevin McCarthy um, by calling 202-225-2915. And why we're getting, ri- uh, get a, getting a hold of Kevin McCarthy is because of what's going on at the border. Um, and we need him to round up crowds for Republicans and start hitting the streets and start going to where all these places are that we need to be constantly putting pressure on and being on offense and stop being on defense. So again, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, can, call 202-225-2915. That's Kevin McCarthy. We're also going to be calling Senator Joe Manchin this week. And um, that number is one 202 224 3954. The reason why we're calling Joe Manchin is to tell him to vote against getting rid of the filibuster so that HR1 is no longer an issue. We're also going to be getting hold of Senator Kristen Simina from Arizona, 1-520-639-7080, and we're telling her the same thing. Stand your ground on the filibuster. We do not need HR1, which is now actually called SR1 since it moved to the Senate. We do not want them voting for the filibuster. We want to keep these traditions in place so that we don't lose our elections. And uh, Rayla, I know that you're on, but if you can... um, if you can put your video on, uh, that would be great. Oh, there you are. Give me a second here. I'm going to get you in focus so everybody can see that wonderful smile. And it sounds like you got a young youngster there with you. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce somebody to you right now. I, uh, I met her in Florida at CPAC for the first time. I've seen her before. I knew who she was. Of course, we kind of live in, a, in an echo chamber, uh, us Christian conservatives and us uh, frontline fighters. Uh, but I got a chance to meet her and just a, just a wonderful soul and a, 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 a great positive energy about her. Uh, she asked, she uh, reached out today and asked if I would help her in her campaign to run for lieutenant governor for Massachusetts. So I'm going to bring you on, Rayla, now, and I will give you the mic. Young lady, go ahead. Thank you so much, Jeremy. It's a pleasure to be on with you. I, it was such an honor meeting you down there at CPAC. Such an amazing event. I can't believe the energy that was down there, the support, and how we just, you know, all of us working together for the better good of the American people. 
you know, and how many black conservatives there were down there. Of course, the media didn't want to show us that. No. They want to show any of us. But, no, no. You know, it was, it was, wasn't it like it felt spiritual going down there and just meeting like-minded people and just everybody who really wants to focus on the American first, American traditions and our values. And that's what I am now really bringing to the table here in Massachusetts. I fought all for it last year. I was out boots on the ground, did over a hundred rallies, was back and forth to New Hampshire, as you probably saw me up there. But it's so important that we're focusing on our local issues and what we need to fix here in Massachusetts. And right now they are in desperate need of true leadership. And that's what I'm gonna bring to the table. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And I will t I will say this, you're right. CPAC was, I, I learned a lot at CPAC. I'm going to tell you, I learned a lot. I learned the good, I learned the bad, and I learned the ugly, okay? Now, I will give the, the bad first, okay? What I learned at CPAC is there's still a lot of establishment, a lot of establishment rhinos that run almost everything on the conservative side, and... We may not need to get rid of them. We may just need to educate them and get them to understand that without us and without this America First MAGA movement, they are really dead in the water. They're really DOA. Now, where the good part about it was that I got to meet people like you and I got to really connect not only um, spiritually, but you know, I really got to connect with ideas on what people are doing in their states on a grassroots ground level um, to bring to New Hampshire and to spread out uh, throughout the rest of the country and, and help people in their states. And the ugly, I would say, was really only the fact that put on your mask, put on your mask everywhere you go, put on your mask. Of course, you had a very interesting mask down there. Tell people the way, tell people how you got around down there with the mask that you had on, which was far from effective if we're talking about getting, you know, protecting people of COVID, but it didn't seem to bother you, did it? <laughs> no, you know, it said wear your face covering. So I had this beautiful three different colors, they're gypsy mask. And you know, they come right across your eyes and drape over and it's just really elegant. And if we're going to wear a mask, I want it to be beautiful. And I don't want to hide my smile. That's something that I love is smiling and being able to see people, to see their faces, you know, to communicate. That's what I like to do. And it's a lot easier to talk when you have a clearer type mask where you can <laughs> breathe through. But, you know, I think We've shown that, you know, we are pretty much have herd, herd immunity right now and we're out there and, you know, none of us got sick. We came back, we're healthy, we're feeling great. And, you know, it was just the mask police were a little obsessive, I would say. But my mask, I got tons of attention. I did get only a couple <laughs> people that said that's not a real mask. But most people said fantastic mask after they made me put it back on. They were like... It's a great mask. I love it. So yeah, Gypsy Veil works yeah. great. Face covering. That's right. Face not covering. That's right. All right. So why you're why you're on tonight is to let people in. There's a lot of people who watch from Massachusetts. There's a lot of people who watch from New Hampshire and Connecticut and all your surrounding uh, neighbor states who I think would love to get involved in helping you and anybody else who's got the guts to do this uh, in your campaign in your efforts. To, to bring some patriotism, some reality, and some common sense 
back to the state of Massachusetts or Taxachusetts, or we could yeah. sit here all day long and, and come up with nicknames for Massachusetts. But can you just tell us what you're running for, what you're doing, what your plans are, and 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 how you're going to move forward from here? Absolutely. So I am running for lieutenant governor. It's really important. And I know that lieutenant governor is pretty much like the governor in training. But what we need to do here in Massachusetts and in this state, in the community, is really focused on what our problems are, which are taxes, which is education and access to schools mm -hmm. and also trades and making sure that, you know, we are being there for the community. Our taxes right now are going through the roof and we have a huge drug opioid problem that we have to deal with and it's being kind of pushed off to the side. Our schools, some of them aren't open. The only schools that are really open full time are the Catholic schools and they're filled up. And I mean, those kids have been in school all year long, but the public schools and even some of the private schools are all, you know, remote or hybrid. And the businesses are struggling. They are closing. The taxes are now going to increase mm. by a lot. And we need to make sure that, you know, we get, we get people that are voting Republicans, getting the right people into office, really focusing on the conservatives, the American values that we hold true to, and our history, putting back up our statues and making sure we're protecting our history instead of destroying it. My motto, learn it, don't burn it. We've got to make sure that everybody understands how important our history is, how important it is to teach that history so we're not repeating it and destroying our country like it is right now. Yep, no, I agree 100%. So who do you, do you already have an opponent or is it going to be an incumbent that you're going against? And what, you don't have to give away all your strategy, but <laughs> just what are things that you're going to do in the next few months to really start gaining some traction uh, and getting people in Massachusetts behind you? What are you going to run? Uh, what's going to be your mission statement, I guess I, I would say. So right now, I actually don't have an opponent. The race for governor is huge. And, you know, we're looking at seeing Karen Polito is going to be running for governor. We also heard that Jeff Deal is possibly going to be running for governor, Maura Healy. So it's like a lot of people are running for governor, but the people of Massachusetts and a lot of people don't understand that they're two separate races. So it's not a ticket as it's going, as it usually shows. So once you get to the primary, they're two separate races. The general, yeah, we're on the same ticket, but it's two separate races. So I'm getting out there early and, you know, I'm getting my name out there. I'm building my brand. I'm showing exactly what I'm going to do. Boots on the ground, knocking on doors, talking with people, making sure that I understand what every every different district and every different town's needs are. And I have done that with going out last year and understanding what's going on and making sure that we are getting back, if we even have opportunity zones since, you know, we don't have President Trump anymore and we don't know what Biden's doing with everything except for raising stuff. And, you know, we I just want to make sure that people know that we're going to lower the business taxes, that I'm going to be out there advocating for school choice. I want to open up all of the schools with no mask requirements and no mandates of shots or vaccinations. I also want to make sure that we are bringing back skills and trades into the communities and we're putting them back into schools. Amen. We not be, you know, it's, we should not be taking libraries, sports, 
music and art out of our elementary schools. We should be, you know, embracing that and bringing more into the younger communities because those are the tools and the skills that help them aspire to be whatever they want to be. We're, you know, we want to focus on making sure that their grades are going up, that the trades are being in, enforced in high school, in middle school, like we go, grew up with. Did you at home at? We had metal lab, we had shop. It was, those were things that were, you could either pick a skill and go into it. But if we have trade schools in every community, in every city and town, give it just one, one, we can just thrive and our children can go out and have huge, amazing jobs. There is options all over the place. We have a problem in Massachusetts where it comes to trades. They're required, the unions are required to hire 25% minorities that live in the community, but we don't have the children with the skills yeah. in the community. Yeah. And that's something I really want to focus on. Why is it that the Democrats want to keep our schools closed? Why is it that, you know, we have this whole BLM and we got to do everything for the black people and black people need us to do everything, but yet you're shutting down the schools and you won't educate the black children. I'm a little confused on that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So Vicki Schaefer asks, um, in Massachusetts, uh, you elect your governor and your lieutenant governors separately because she said in Maryland, once you elect a governor, they just they basically like the president, vice president. You guys actually elect them separately in in Massachusetts. Yes, we have separate primaries. So whatever you know, say we have a Republican and a Democrat primary for governor. Also, we have a Republican and a Democrat primary for lieutenant governor. Whoever wins any of those, they automatically go on to the general. So you could have, we could have a Democrat governor and a Republican lieutenant governor. It all goes on to how people vote. Because once you're on the general, it's not a ticket. People have got, even though it shows like it looks like a ticket, it is not. They are separate races. It's very confusing. A couple of states do that. Um, Massachusetts is one of the weird ones that does it like we're on the same ticket, on the general, but it's separate as a primary and it is a separate race. So it, it does get a little confusing. Huh. So I um, am going to help you, right, in any way I can. I'm going to come down to Massachusetts. We're going to, if we have to hold concerts, we'll hold concerts. I'll perform. I don't know if you know all the music that I've, that I've done I for the... I love your music. <laughs> it is awesome. People have been sending it to me for months, and I'm like, who is this? Like, this is great. So it's, you know, I would love to do that. Have you come down? Have you actually perform live on my radio show up in Nashville? Get yourself out there as well. And, you know, just working together. This is what we got to do. You know, got to team up. We got to work together. Republicans need to be united, stand strong, and really stand for what our values are and what we believe. Stop the backstabbing. One thing Democrats know how to do is they know how to work together mm. to win. And we need to work together to win. We're not all going to agree on everything that would make us a cult. We don't want to be a cult. We right. want to have our own opinions. But it's about standing together and actually working together for the win. We've got to start winning. No, I agree. And, and I've been I've been preaching to, to my audience for the last two months that we need to figure out a way to do what the Democrats do. And right now, we are, you know, we got the border crisis, which is, 
out of control. We got governors who have destroyed people's families with putting people in nursing homes. There's actual stuff out there for us to go on the offense about for a change. You know what I mean? And I'm calling on Kevin McCarthy. I'm calling on the lead, the so-called leaders of this Republican Party to, to organize events, to organize protests, to organize people standing around the three miles of, of fence that, is, that surrounds our nation's capital in, a, in, a, in an occupied military zone that looks like a third world country. Where is our Republican leaders? I know that we got people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know we got people like Lauren Boebert. I know we got people like... Um, uh, Matt Gates and 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 there needs to be more of people like that. And I know you would be a person like that. You're an action item person. You're a grassroots, energized, positive person. You know I am. There's places for us all, but our leadership, our leadership in this party, I don't think they have a an idea how to beat the left because they're so afraid to be called racist or they're so afraid to be called misogynistic or bigoted or white supremacist or whatever. And I say we go full speed ahead on woke-topia and, and uh, expose them for what they really are and show the world. Exactly. You know, that's what we're really going to be doing. We're going to go at them and show and expose their hypocrisy, expose everything that they are saying and that they are doing and, you know, really just having our voices out there, uni unifying together. You have Kim out there. You know, you you saw Kim K, Kim K down there. Oh, yeah. There. It was so amazing. And, I mean, you know, she's out there giving a lot of support, and we want to make sure that we are standing behind every single one of us. Ronna McDaniel has been out there, and, you know, she's giving support. And it's just we want to make sure that together – we can do this. And together we are fighting hard. And, you know, we're standing strong for our values as, as conservatives, as Catholics, as Christians. We're making sure that we stick together and make sure that get out there. People need to get out there and have their voices. Don't be afraid. How many times are you going to be called a racist knowing that you're not a racist? Yeah, exactly. The only people who are victims are people who want to be victims, period. Uh, Rayla, if you could let people know where to find you, how to help, how to donate to your campaign, how to follow you, uh, maybe plug your radio show in New Hampshire. Just that there's a lot of people asking, you know, how we follow you, which, how do we spell your name, blah, blah, blah. So why don't you give the skinny on, on how to get a hold of you? So people can follow me on Facebook. It's I changed it just recently. It's Rayla Campbell for M-A. It's R-A-Y-L-A. -A. It's like Ray like sunshine, Campbell like the soup, C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. -L. And it's also Rayla for Mass on um, the website, R-A-Y-L-A-M-F-O-R-M-A on the website to make sure that everybody's going to my new site. And also at Gmail, it's Rayla for M-A at Gmail. Um, you can contact me through that. We're going to be putting all of our events and stuff on Facebook that we're doing. My website is getting rebuilt over to express the new name and all of the new changes that we're doing. And it's a little bit updated pictures and graphics. And we also, because we're switching from state to federal, we have to you know open up new accounts. So we're getting all of that up and ready. But people can write me a check. You make it out to Rayla for M-A, R-A-Y-L-A-F-O-R-M-A, and they can mail it to P.O. Box 57, 
Randolph, Mass, 02368. We are collecting donations. We've got a bunch of fundraisers that are going to be coming up. I'm really, really excited, but people need to like and follow me on mm. Facebook and on Twitter. I'm on Parlor. I just started Gab, but that's... Yeah. I'm still <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get all your information, and I'm going to also post it on all my sites so people have it. Um, so we just they don't have to go through and listen to it on the video. We'll put it on my Telegram and, and all those other uh, places as well. But thank you so much, Rayla. I can't wait to work with you more. And uh, I will uh, do what I can do. We'll be in touch and we'll talk and we'll bring you back on the show um, as we go and see what your, your progress is. How about that? I can't wait. I'm so excited. I know we're going to be doing great things for New Hampshire and Massachusetts. Yes. Well, thank you so much. God bless you. God bless that little one in the background. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. All right. Bye-bye, Rayla. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. All right. So that was Rayla Campbell. Yes, I probably did have her name spelt a little wrong. We'll, we'll figure it out. But I don't know. Maybe I got it right. Maybe it's just one L. Uh, either way, what a great person she is. What a great ray of sunshine she is. Thank you guys for um, for some of your questions and allowing me to ask her. It's uh, It's people like her that I'm working with. People like her. Grassroots people who are running for something in their state. That's who I'm working with. That's who I can't wait to learn from and to teach. There's always things to teach. There's always things to learn. So uh, what a great, what a great person she is. And uh, I'll keep you up updated on uh, on her success and her progress. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, President Trump will be speaking tonight on Fox News. I don't watch Fox News, but I will catch it afterwards. He will be on Maria Bartiromo's show at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. So make sure you check out 45th President. And still, and still, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and still the greatest president. And in my opinion, still my president and your president. So we, uh, we're going to watch President Trump tonight at 7 p.m. And remember, on JeremyHarrell.com, 10% of all proceeds from March and April of the stuff that you buy on my store will go to our family farm uh, that we figure out who it's going to be together. Collectively, you get to decide who we send it to. There's going to be a bunch of people and a bunch of uh, uh, opportunities for us to help people out. And um, remember, if you're a monthly donor or if you're even a one-time donor, you will get special discounts on selected items on my store. And it all helps to grow the show. All donations and all items that are bought on the store help grow the show to be able to travel and to be doing things that we need to do to upgrade, to get on TV, like Roku and things like that. So go to JeremyHerald.com for all that. And uh, remember to sign up for the newsletter so you can get morning prayers and devotionals and any kind of great news that comes up uh, on the newsletter, okay? Thank you guys all so much. We're going to end the show today. And remember, there are right ways, uh, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you, will ever, ever prosper, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, remember, tomorrow, 11 a.m., more live from America, okay? And um, I guess I'll take you out with a little bit of music here. How about that? See you guys later. Bye-bye.